I think I think we're good. I think we're synced up. We're good now. You know what? That's a sign of a good person. Something was going wrong. You made an adjustment. You fixed it, and here we are. Yeah, okay. Thank you to everybody that was in the chat for letting us know. Poof, great job producing, letting me know that something was going on. And with that, I officially want to welcome you to take two of the Wednesday edition of Baseball Today, presented by our good friends at Dugout Mugs. I'll be able to tell you exactly how you can win some free stuff from Dugout Mugs. You should be putting that water in your Dugout Mug, by the way, when I'm talking about it. Thank you. Once again, Ploof went to game four between the Dodgers and the Giants last night. He called one of his rich friends. Somehow they got tickets off of some unnamed website. Took him 45 minutes to drive there, another 45 minutes to actually get in the stadium. Then he showed us his swaggy seats all over social media. Did you see any celebs? I mean, we were sitting, like, right behind the swag. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, there was a bunch of people. Maddie Johnson's just tossing balls around. Obviously, he's going to be there. But then a couple of Rams guys were in front of us, Jalen Ramsey, um, and Scott was there. So there was people abound. You know, I will say this. There's a lot of John Boy Media fans there. I got a lot of comments, a lot of, hey, what's up, Coach Trevs? So we're, uh, I think, L.A. We're kind of big. We're getting there. Anybody say, hey, I love baseball today? No. No, I'm just kidding. They, you know what? Someone did say that. They, they're listening. Um and there's Bianca who came and took a picture with me, and she said she listens at school um, every day to this and talking baseball. So shout out Bianca. That away, that away. Slip the rose rotation in if you like listening about players in their lives too, Bianca. <laughs> but I'm not here to you know beg and grovel and stuff. So let's get it going with our first question again, which was the Atlanta Braves. Yeah. Ton of injury issues, particularly to some big names out there. Uh, are you shocked that they're back in the NLCS for the <laughs> second straight year? Once they got here, I'm not shocked. Once they got into the playoffs and kind of the way at the, they were playing at the end of the season, I'm not necessarily shocked that they went in and, and beat the Brewers. But getting there, that didn't seem like it was going to happen at the, at the middle of the season. That's what we were talking about. You know, a lot of things happened. They had to, you know, patchwork together in a brand new outfield. You know, you bring in Jock. That has been – you said it before, man. Jock has been so big for them. And obviously the rest of the gang out there in the outfield. But – you know, the infield stepped up. Uh, the starting pitching has stepped up. I know the bullpen can be a little shaky sometimes, but, hey, we're here. Uh, NLCS, second year in a row. The thing that surprised me most is that after watching them very closely over the last four games was how the hell they weren't in first place before, like, mid-August and how they just didn't kick the crap out of the uh, kind of a bunch of also-rans in a division where other teams were searching. Like, I, I don't understand how that happened. I get it. Ronald Acuna wasn't there for the second half of the season. Mike Soroka wasn't there at all. Uh, they had some other injury issues uh, that went on with this team. Um, the deplorable stuff that happened with Marcelo Zuna, and the, that's why he wasn't available this year. So, I don't know. It's just, I, first of all, I was really happy for Freddie Freeman. Yes. Really happy for Freddie Freeman. Like, to be the first left-handed hitter to hit multiple homers off of Josh Hader in crunch time, in front of everybody, when his contract is up, the guy who, you know, opponents love. You know, I think – I thought that was really cool, by the way. Dude, first pitch slider. I mean, how are you – I mean, lefty, lefty against Hader. I don't get it, man. Freddie's just different. He's just he – he, he, he better be back in Atlanta. Let me tell you that right now. You do not want to see oh. that – Hmm. He will be. Okay. He will be. He he ain't, he ain't going anywhere. He remember he just he just penned that 
that first person letter essentially i am an atlanta brave he's not going anywhere they got to sign yes they do have to sign him which they will right after wherever their season ends if it ends in the champion circle or if it ends next round he's no, going to be i'm not announcing now there's an off day in baseball today could you imagine if they did that why not that would be kind of cool <laughs> you got a lefty they can hit first pitch sliders out against josh hader you sign him yeah Pretty damn special. No question. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Houston Astros are LCS bound for the fifth straight year. That is the longest streak since the previously mentioned Atlanta Braves made it eight straight from 91 through 99. Uh, are you surprised how easily Houston dismantled Chicago in this four-game series? Yes, yes. I didn't think it was going to be this easy. <clears throat> and I'm on record as saying I thought it was going to be the best baseball series of them all. It wasn't. No, it was probably the worst. The Astros, you know, who did we talk about? Oh, Duvall. Oh, that he has ice water in his veins. Every single dang player on that team has ice water in their veins. When it comes to crunch time, I mean, Chris, when Carlos Correa stepped to the plate last night with runners all over the place, every single person knew what he was going to do. And he did it. Because they just yeah. time and time again in the postseason. It's like clockwork. They don't care about the regular season. Let's get to the postseason and see what we can do. Did I think the uh, White Sox were going to put up more of a fight? Yes, I did. Uh, ultimately, though, I, I believe the Astros were gonna, are, are going to make it to the World Series. Um, but White Sox, they just, I don't know, man. They didn't, they didn't come. They didn't come to play. Yeah, and you know, listen, we all know that the reason, in our opinion, that – the World Series is, is the toughest championship to win is because it can be a total crapshoot. Like in the NBA, in a best four out of seven series, the best players are constantly touching the ball. Yes. The rotations, for the most part, barring an injury, do not change. In this sport, the most important player changes. And, you know, the Pittsburgh Pirates and the Baltimore Orioles were crappy teams, but they won important series against better teams down the stretch. It just happens. Now, uh, does that all that mean that I think the Chicago White Sox are better than the Houston Astros? No. I picked the Astros to win the series, but I did not expect the team with the best ERA in the American League to have a starter's ERA over 10 in this series. Not one of them pitched well. They all got lit up. They all got thumped, and they didn't give the White Sox any distance. And that was that was a huge, huge thing here. Huge, huge thing. That's something they're going to have to address this offseason as well. Like, you know, they need to – they need to bring some guys in. Those guys are gone. They need. To, I, that's the one thing they need to do is bring Carlos Rodon back somehow. I don't know what. I he's, don't think they will. I don't, they should. He cost them three million dollars this year. What's he going to cost them next year? I don't know. It's not going to be an insane amount for you know what kind of pitcher he is. I think he's a va like a value play for any team that gets him. Yeah, and we'll talk a little bit more about the futures of the Brewers and the White Sox coming up in just a bit. But I want to give Houston credit. Say whatever you want about them. Feel however you want. And by the way, I got a lot of pushback yesterday about the Astros. And, you know, you always talk about how people should just apologize, you know, move on. No, you, you can be pissed at them. You can still be pissed at them. But if you're not going to recognize how talented they are, then I think you're not watching the games. I mean, they weren't cheating yesterday in Chicago. Sorry, folks. They just weren't. What they were doing was hammering the ball all over the yard. In a hostile environment, they just went right. out and put a beating on the White Sox. They sent them home and said, just go. Just get out of here. Yeah. And once again, you don't have to like it. 
I don't have to like it, but you have to look at it and say they're damn good. It's that simple. That's yes. very good. <laughs> All right. Once again, um, today's edition presented to you by Dugout Mugs, as it will be throughout the entire playoffs. They're giving away free products for the entire month of October. All you have to do, take one of your favorite dugout mugs, which are really cool and engraved, by the way. Take a sip. Post either a video or a picture. Tag dugout mugs. You get a chance to enter a free win something sweepstakes. So it's really cool. The knob shot. We love the knob shot. You can get this. If you go to dugoutmugs.com, use the code word today. All you have to do is pay the $8.95 for shipping and handling. That is it. And you get a really cool engraved dugout mugs knob shot. They're going to be riding with us all postseason long. Yes. Chug. Chug. Shoot it. Shoot it. Yeah, we're going to finish it up. That away. Ploofy. Man, it's never too early. Never too early. Uh, okay, dugoutmugs.com slash today to get the free knob shot class. Let's go. Continue on. The Dodgers with Trevor Plouffe watching them. They did not get nervous with Coach Trev in the stands. They end up forcing a decisive game five in San Francisco. Most important storyline for you through four games so far is what? Uh I think it's the lack of offense from San Francisco. Like they got to score runs. Like they can't put that much pitching staff when you're facing the Dodgers, who have an insane lineup. Like you got to come out with it. I think they scored what eight total runs or seven total runs in the series so far. Yeah, that's kind of been the biggest storyline for me. Um, after the game, I did catch up with my buddy JP Martinez. He's the assistant pitching coach. Went and talked to him for a little bit. Um. For the Giants, assistant pitching coach for the Giants. Giants. Excuse me, yes. They're happy with where they're at. Look, they got they got uh, Webb ready to go at home. Everyone's rested. Like, they're in a good position. And he basically said, look, this we've been neck and neck all season long. It's, like, fitting that we're going five games. They Absolutely. Did, they did about bringing Webb uh, on short rest for this game, matching up with Bueller, but they decided ultimately against it. They're not sweating. They feel good about the position they're in. But, man, they got a hit. Yeah, I would say the one thing that caught my eye last night is that Mookie Betts has given some great at-bats in games three and four. I talked about the importance of Mookie Betts because he was not Mookie this year. In fact, I think it'll be the first time since his rookie season that he won't garner a top 20 MVP vote because he just wasn't. Uh, game three, Crawford snagged that line drive that would have tied the game. Last night, we saw what he did. Mm -hmm. Multiple hits. Um <clears throat> Stars come out, and I wouldn't be surprised if he shines tomorrow night in San Francisco. I'm not so sure that leads to a Dodgers win, but I like it when the best players play like the best players. Yes, and, you know, another guy, someone just mentioned in the chat, Lux, he looks really good at the plate right now. He does. Watching mm -hmm. stats, and he's saying <clears throat> S there at the end. Like, I think it's an excellent approach for him to have, like get on base, turn the lineup over for the big boys. They're just so – they just don't stop, man. So, the, like, the Giants have to go out there and bang. And good luck against Urias. I don't know, man. Right. It'll be interesting because I think if you talk to both sides, they're feeling uber confident because they got the right guy on the mound. Yes. And they're also scared shitless because <laughs> they will have seen a 106 or 107 win season go down the drain in a really tough way. And I know that's normally not how athletes think. 
It's how fans think. But, man, it's got to enter into the equation a little bit. You're a human being. Oh, they're thinking about it. I do want to make one observation from last night that I, I was kind of shocked when I saw it. Bell, uh, excuse me, Bueller's pants? Not that tight in person. No? Is that a thing? Like, did he loosen them this year or what? He got made fun of last year, so now he loosened them because I was expecting real tightness. We might have to send a text to somebody in the Dodgers clubhouse to either confirm Mm -hmm. or deny if Bueller went up to, like, a size 28. Hmm, Bueller, we're on to you, man. We're on to you. We're watching. We're watching. Let's talk about two teams that were eliminated yesterday, both Central Division champs, the Brewers and the White Sox. Biggest question for each moving into the offseason. I already mentioned the White Sox. Well, I'm sorry I skipped ahead there a little bit. I think they need to figure out the starting rotation for next year. I mean, uh, Lynn's a free agent. Am I correct about no. that? Remember, he, he extended during the season. No, that's the problem. I thought that I thought he was gone, so I was going to say you had to figure out Lynn and Rodon or, or replacing them somehow. I still think they need to do that um, because the rest of their team is good. Like this is a good freaking team, so maybe they just need to switch. It is challenged all year because everyone seems to think that's the reason that they lost. I don't know, man. I think they have a pretty good core here, and they have a good thing going. So it's almost like work your ass off and get ready for 2022. There's not much stuff they need to do. I guess address the starting pitching a little bit. I would try to bring Rodon back uh, as much as I could, but their their team's pretty set. Oh, yeah, they're set in part because a lot of those young guys have already been inked to contracts, right? Tim Anderson still has one more year on his extension that he had signed. Uh, Eloy is signed. Uh, Luis Robert is signed. Grandal is signed. Madrigal hopefully comes back and is healthy. Abreu's in the middle of his contract. The question is, do they give Lucas Giolito his big money this year? I would hope they do. I think that he deserves it. Uh, John Heyman had a tweet that they're going to pick up Kimbrell's $16 million option and perhaps look to change, uh, to trade him. So we'll see what happens there. But, yeah, you know what? There's nothing they can do about the division. You know, I think Detroit will start to spend a little bit more money because I think they feel like their young guys that are real studs in the minors are close to getting there. Mm-hmm. and maybe they're the next team that pushes. It'll be interesting to see what Cleveland does in the offseason. Um, but the White Sox are fine. They just lost a series to a really good baseball team. Yeah. And and the chat's correcting you. Madrigal's gone. Yeah. Oh, Madrigal, right. Sorry, he was he was traded. My bad. Hernandez is gone. They need to find a second baseman, which maybe yeah. that's a house that I don't know about. But, um, they, yeah, they're, they're in a good position. They just They really did just get beat by a good team. My apologies on the magical stuff. I did forget he got traded for the man bun. My bad on that. The Milwaukee man- Brewers, what do you think? Uh, I, I kind of think the similar thing. Like, they're probably going to be NL Central favorites next year. They do have a good core there. I, I think they need to bring in some bats. They got to score some runs. That's what it seemed like to me. Like, you're relying on Yelly to be, you know, MVP Yelly, and he, he wasn't that this year. So, he's going to work his ass off this offseason and get back. And if that's the case, then that's a really good thing for them. But they need more offense. Every time I watch them, it's like, just seemed like they couldn't string together enough hits to score runs. We know what their pitching staff can do. They make got to make sure that Devin Williams is okay. Um, I would I would go a couple bullpen pieces and, and try to get a bat. Yeah, uh, it'll be interesting because they haven't been afraid to sp- spend money, but their top three paid position players as of right now are going to be Yelich, who jumps uh, from like fourteen to twenty six million. Kane, who's making 18 mil, and JBJ, 
Jackie Bradley Jr. is going to make 11 million bucks. The productivity did not match the salaries. No. And so they're going to have to figure out how to get those guys right, how to get them healthy, both in body and in mind, and make sure they're productive. Because when you're in a market like Milwaukee, you need your 26, 18, and $11 million players to play like 26, 18, and $11 million players. And the big question for me is Josh Hader. Okay, there's a lot of mileage on that arm. He's now going to start making some serious bank. Do you perhaps dangle him out there? Because we've heard his name in trade talk before. Imagine what you could get for him on the trade market, hitting-wise. Yeah, that's – I mean, they 100% will look and see what they can get for Hater. That's just the way they operate. And I think most teams understand, you know, relievers than the shelf life that they have for – you know, I mean, I hate saying that about guys, but – most of the time, that's what happens. There's very few high-end relievers stay high-end relievers for, you know, five years, six years. Right. It's a two, three-year thing. Uh, not to say that Hayter's going to fall off the face of the earth, but look, if you can sell high on the guy, I don't know if he's, you're necessarily selling high in him now, but I guess you are. Yeah, I think you are. You are. So, you know, yeah, they will look for sure uh, to see if they can, you know, restock the farm system or maybe get some major league talent uh, for him, but... They, I think the main thing for them is is offense. They need to go find some bangers somewhere. And there's guys available this offseason. What's that? There's guys There's guys who are going to be available this offseason. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, Willie Adam as a trade guy who they didn't even really expect to be the center of their offense was the center of their offense. I know, but he was terrible. He gave some terrible at-bats in the playoffs, unfortunately. Yeah. He just looked – it just wasn't right. It didn't look good. All right, last thing. Jimmy and Jake went – they went big time on us. They After the uh, Brewers-Braves game, they had a live stream on Bleacher Report. And it looked like they really cleaned up the office and cleaned up themselves. <laughs> um, should we be giving them shit or props for the way that they uh, they went all hoity-toity on us? I'm, I'm actually happy. I, I, I like when the office is clean and everyone looks nice. You know, we're a nice professional company. I didn't get to see it. So I don't know, chat, sound off and tell me like how they do. Were they still being themselves like uh, emotionally? Uh, were they still using their personality or were they more robotic? I don't know. Did you see it? I watched a little bit of it. I was, I kind of had moved on to the Dodger game, but I, I listened. Uh, it, what, it, what, I don't think it was the same as when we see them on our streams, but they did great. You know, they were, I mean, listen, they're, they're awesome at what they do. It's a lot of fun. I did. I laughed when I saw, um, when I saw how clean the place was. Like Jake, there's no way Jake was like humping the air. No, there were no, in the live streams, there were no turtle pillows to be found. There were no (laughs) turtle. Seriously. Like the first time we saw that during the, I forget when the, the live stream where he was doing all the turtle gyrations near his crotch. Somehow I was looking at it and Michelle kind of peeked over and she's like, what the hell is Jake doing? I'm like, yeah, it's kind of a long story with a, and I said, do we have any turtle pillows around by the way? Yeah. They put good to you, didn't they? <laughs> <laughs> so I don't think there was any of that last night, but we were all very, very proud of them. Very, very proud. All right, what do you have coming up uh, today on John Boy? Our, our girl Jill said, uh, first of all, shout out Jill. She said, people got mad when they called him Ion Anderson. That's an inside joke, people. Jeez. Yeah. 
what's today? Wednesday? I'm going out and doing the talking baseball with the guys. I think Jimmy's going to join us mid-show. I think mm. there's some stuff happening soon for him, as we all know. Um, that's it. I don't know. There's no baseball today. I know. It's weird. What are uh, just getting ready. Uh, Trevor May is going to preview the ALCS with me tomorrow. Nice. Uh, so we'll take that. We'll take that, and hopefully, maybe even get it out tomorrow night. We're gonna we're gonna work like hell to do that. I know Robbie Scirocco, my uh, producer editor extraordinaire, might be on this chat and be like, "What?" But we might try and turn that around. You know, people say, "Well, hold on, he played for the Mets this year." Listen, he spent the first six years of his big league career in Minnesota. He knows those lineups back and forth, and he did play against the Red Sox this year as well. So he is well-versed on that. And then Friday, should I give it away? Yes. Okay. To preview the NLCS, which we don't know. We only know half the equation. Jesse Winker of the Cincinnati Reds will be joining. So Nice. Yeah. Good dude. I've known him for a long time. Uh, I know you guys had him on Talking Baseball. He's really – he's a funny dude. So he's going to bring it. People, people want Ashlyn in here. This is crazy, man. She's got well, hands, Ash. All right, hold on. Ash, we'll see if we can get you up here for 90 seconds or so, because then i got to hop in the shower. i got a doctor's appointment this morning. Don't worry, I'm, fun, I'm doing fine. Let's see. I don't know. Yeah! Hold on. Let's go, Braves. Let's go. Look at her. Look at her running. Okay, now I can talk. I have, that's my real job back there. But yeah. this is the fun one. Go fucking Braves, y'all. Like... <laughs> Freddie Freeman can never leave. I'm going to pay him myself, actually. I'll figure it out. I don't uh-huh. know. But we're going to extend him today. I love Trev's idea. We'll just do it today. There's nothing else going on in baseball. So we can do that. Um, then we got the fucking Giants. I'm so glad there's a game five, first of all. I'm so glad there's a game five. But I don't think I could have done a game five. I really don't. Um, I really don't. So I'm glad it's not us. Dodgers fans, Excellent. Giants fans, hope y'all have fun. Ashley, I want to know how you were doing with a one-run lead and Will Smith on the mound to close it out. Like this? <laughs> like, I, if we make it to the World Series and Will Smith is on the mound in the ninth inning of Game 7, I'm out. I'm fucking out. Like, I'll die, and I'll hopefully um, you guys will have fun because I fucking won't be able to do it. I won't. I'll come to the funeral, Ashley. Okay, we'll be Paul yeah. Bearers. Yeah, be Paul Barrels and just, like, stream the hopeful championship celebration. Hopefully they win, and it'll be worth it. On your on your tombstone, can we put uh, she was done in by a Will Smith hanging slider? Absolutely. As long as you also put under it, Chris Rose said she was right that one time. <laughs> six, Ash. Braves in six. No game seven here. That I'm good with that. I'm good with that. Because I think okay. it would take seven. Because I picked Braves, um, I picked Braves Astros too, but I think it takes seven. Okay. Which is fucking stressful. All right, you, are you okay? What, like, did you have to punch out during? This is the job. This is the place you own with your husband, right? Yep. Okay. Yeah. All right. Good. Good. You're the boss. You can leave whenever you want. <laughs> exactly. I ju- they just don't like me cussing in there, you know. Why, Weird thing. Why not? I think it sets a great trend for the rest of the workplace. You Welcome. know, I would agree, but. It's a little aggressive, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Give us a deep fried. Give us a deep fried. Come on. Hey. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe we won. Anyway. What the deep fried fuck? Let's go. We won. <laughs> Let's go. Have, y'all, have I never said that? 
No. I thought for sure I'd have said deep fried fuck at least a couple times. <laughs> All right, Ash, we'll let you get back to your work. It's great seeing you as always. It's great seeing everybody out there. Don't forget about dugoutmugs.com slash today. Go get yourself a free knob shot. All you have to pay is the eight ninety five shipping and handling. Yep. Then you take a picture, do this, tag dugout mugs on your social media. You'll be entered for a chance to win free stuff. Ashlyn, enjoy the next few days off. I'm sure you'll be watching Game 5 closely on Thursday night to find Absolutely. out who the Braves will be taking on this weekend. Ploofy, I'll see you later. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in to Baseball Today.